0: Welcome to the Cyber Life Podcast. Remember, if you like this podcast, don't forget to subscribe, download, rate five stars, of course, and share this podcast with everyone you know. Hey, everyone, welcome to the Cyber Life Podcast. My name is Ken Underhill, your host. In today's episode, I have a special guest, Aisha Griggs. And Aisha is actually a nurse, which I've come from a nursing background as well. Um, plus, she's doing cybersecurity stuff as well. So uh, first off, thank you, Aisha, for coming into the podcast and, and taking the time. I know you're very, very busy. You've got a lot of things going on. Uh, do you mind just kind of telling the audience a little bit about your background? Like, what are some of the things you're working on now? How'd you even get interested in cybersecurity at all? And uh, maybe where you're trying to go from here?
1: Okay. Well, thank you, Kim, for having me. Um, well, I'm a nurse. I've been a nurse for over 10 years. I always had the passion for computers. And I just decided a couple years ago that I wanted to start to get involved in cybersecurity again, especially digital forensics. I always had the passion for computers. I mean, um, just solving puzzles, details, digging a lot of and finding out information. And so right now, I am currently, I'm writing a book. Well, basically, I have two projects. The first project is my book. It's called Cybersec Nurse, Um, And it discusses implementing cybersecurity into the healthcare field from a healthcare perspective, because there are a lot of loopholes that I have witnessed and that I've heard other nurses and other healthcare workers discuss. And I've seen their mistakes, um, especially handling of passwords, sharing of the passwords. <laughs> their lack of knowledge in <laughs> in computers, their fear of computers. Not trying to sound demanding, but that's what it is. Um, and I'm going to be discussing that along with the budget, how did computers get into healthcare, the types of ransomware that they may encounter. Um, cyber drills, discussing the trials and tribulations with IT because there's a lack of communication between IT and the actual healthcare workers. Um, the using of phones while at work, logging into the public Wi Fi, connecting a phone to the laptop, which is oh, that really gets on my nerves. <laughs> now my skin crawls like oh my god what are you doing you better get that out of there um discussing phishing emails because at times we tend to when we have some downtime we tend to surf on the internet we may log into our emails and just check and then we start clicking and something catches our eye and it could be just that one phishing email that takes the network down Then I will be discussing medical devices, the importance of leadership, encryption matters, patient awareness, which is important because not only are we taking care of the patient physically and mentally, but we should also be mindful of the data as well. And medical devices and viruses, worms, and Trojans. So that will be in the book. I did reach out to a few people Um, I am in the group W-I-C-Y-S, and I did get some good feedback, so there are some women that's willing to to contribute some content to this book, I'm really excited about it, Uh, because what I usually come across, I usually come across information from an expert uh, in cybersecurity or someone that's just doing research, but not someone particularly that's still active and working in healthcare, um, still taking care of patients and seeing the little things that could cause issues within the network at their facility. Um, Also, I have an an app. It's called Guys. It's in the beginning phases. You're still making some tweaks, even though it's live. So Guys is my app that I came up with back in 2017. I was doing homework. Um, I'm currently, I am a graduate student at UMGC. Shout out to Dr. Shout Dr.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. my to <laughs> <soar>, Dr. <laughs> Patrick O'Gwen, Dr. Palin. They have been very good to me. Um, they have taken me under their wing and they're been exposing me to different things and different events. So, thank you very much. Um, so, I was doing homework and I had that aha moment. And I thought, oh, this sounds like a good, a good idea. You know, create an ad where people can't share their pictures um, without their permission and preventing screenshots. So, the concept was very challenging for the coders. I had went through three coders. Um, I felt like I was Steve Jobs. You ever read Steve Jobs' book?
0: I I did haven't. You read it? No, I haven't.
1: Okay. So <laughs> did you see the movie?
0: Neither, yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. So I'm re I'm referenced to him because I'm like very detail oriented and Steve Jobs was that way, but I wasn't to that extreme. But um I know that I had a vision and I wanted it to be carried out as best as possible. Um, So, two years later, which is today, it just launched. It's on Google Play Store. Hopefully, I will get it on iPhone um, (laughs) next year, (laughs) right, because I need some more users. Come on, everybody. (laughs) Um, So, I'm going to have it on iPhone. So, basically, I wanted to do both at one point. But then there were some issues with the app store. And then when I was talking with the app company, they also said it's best to get feedback from the Android users first, so they can fix all the glitches. And then we can just move over to the iPhone platform, the iOS platform. So I'm still working out some things. Um, it's a little challenging for some users. So I'm just trying to eradicate those issues to make it, a little more user friendly. Okay. So yeah, I'm excited about it. Um I'm really excited about the book. Um because it's different. And when I set out to do things, I like to be different. I think normal is boring. Everybody <laughs> can be pretty much quote unquote normal. But this is both the app is different because the app developer said he never heard or seen anything like this in the 10 years he's been in a business um in the book I haven't came across anything and I spoke to someone in a group and they said they never heard of such so I'm just excited about both of the projects
0: nice now in your in your current job are you formerly tasked with like educating everyone on cybersecurity related stuff, or is it more of just something you, you sort of take on that responsibility as part of your nursing?
1: Um, I, it's not, it's, it's more so, um, patient care. I'm still dealing with patients and I just touch on some cyber security measures and I, you know, I just try to give my coworkers, some pointers but it's not an actual cyber security rule per se it's just that i'm in school i talk about it i see things and i bring up ideas to the employer and they kind of say oh okay <laughs>
0: as most do until there's a breach and they're like, Oh yeah, right. this. we should have did this. <laughs> so when you, uh, uh, you know, cause you're, you're in your program right now for the forensics and investigations. When you get that done is the goal to then fully pivot out of nursing, working like a hybrid role or just focus solely like on your own stuff with like the app and the book and kind of building your own business there. Like, is there, have you thought through like what you, what direction you kind of want to go?
1: I thought you never would ask that question, kid. (laughs) (laughs) So, so yes, I do want to – well, of course, I need a job. So, if anybody that is interested in a creative, determined, willing to learn um, anything – I love a challenge. I like taking risks. Um, I love constructive criticism. So please, if you just need someone that, it, that you can kind of like shape and mold into the role, I'm that person. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so um, also, yeah, I do want to pursue my career in digital forensics, but also I would like to create uh, educational content. I would like to see the book spin into um, implementing in-services, of in educational content and public speaking okay. Um, because it needs to be heard and if it's coming from a nurse or like someone is really working in a healthcare field then they can relate then I think they will be more receptive to it versus talking to IT and, and no disrespect to IT whatsoever but I think it's more like a communication gap because some of the terminology that's used, they may not be familiar with.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. If you say IV, they have no clue. For my experience, they, as a nurse, they, they have no clue what you're talking about. Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. That's that's actually um, I actually like that idea of going around and, and educating. Um, and uh, yeah, I'll tag some people when I put this on LinkedIn about this podcast. I'll tag some people that. So hopefully that'll spin some wheels there. Um, and we'll put pressure on Dr. Haseeb as well.
1: <laughs> and yes, and read his book. Um, his book is very good.
0: <laughs> yes. Hey, you know, you know I have the same. hard
1: copy and the audible version.
0: Same, same here actually. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, a, it's a really good book. Uh, gives you some good perspective. You know, there's a lot of, I think there's a lot of misinformation out there and it gets confusing, especially if you're not in the industry if you're kind of working in some other capacity in some other place, you know, as an example, you as a nurse, right? Um, before you yeah. dived into the cybersecurity realm and went through your educational stuff, you probably didn't know a lot of terminology and, and you probably weren't, you know, you're different because you probably could break it down, but most people aren't going to be able to understand things. So I think it, it is good that you're kind of able to combine both those worlds. I know when I uh, got out of actually practicing nursing and moving back into the IT slash cyber realm, it was really Mm -hmm. beneficial because I could talk the talk with the clinicians and say, look, this, the reason why you're doing this is because it will affect the the patient this way or it'll affect their data. And what that'll do is that'll cause this problem in your day and you already aren't getting a lunch or, you know, taking bathroom breaks. And now you've got this extra work because you did this thing or that. So I think it's, I think you're, you've got a very unique angle there. Um, And I commend you because a lot of people are scared to make that transition um, but you're able to do that effectively. So yeah, definitely um, props to you on that. Uh, the book, hey. I, I'm really looking forward to that book. Um, so no pressure uh, <laughs> in writing it. Um, <laughs> but I'm really looking forward to that. And and hopefully uh, a lot of people will check out the Guys app. Uh, and so for those that, that are listening to this and maybe not um, seeing the post on LinkedIn or something, it's spelled G-U-I-S-E. So just look for that on the Google Play Store. Uh, or the Google App Store, excuse me, um, and you'll you'll be able to find it and download it and definitely give uh, feedback on it. Let her know if it's good or if it's terrible or, you know, what needs fixed um, <laughs> and give her that. Um, right. she, brought up, she brought up the, the Apple Store. Um, I'm an iPhone user, so that's why I couldn't test it out for her. Uh, so um, don't hate me for that.
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. You just need to get an Android phone.
0: I know. <laughs> you know, I, I used to have a... <laughs> Used to have an Android. Used to, I used to be cool. Um now I'm not so cool, but that's all right. Okay. <laughs> so you kind of you kinda talked about, you know, so we talked about, you know, what you were just saying, you maybe moving into like more of the public speaking realm and and kind of going around and doing in services and presentations. And honestly, that could be a consulting business that you form. Um from the forensic standpoint, are you kind of thinking of if you if you were working for somebody else eventually in this type of role, were you looking at more of jumping into like an incident responder slash forensics role? Or you want to right out of, right when you're done with your program or while you're in your program, you want to jump into like a straight digital forensics role. Like, have you thought through that? Are you open to any of that? And the reason I'm asking these questions is because a lot of the audience out there that listens to this podcast are hiring managers. And so if they know what you're looking for, this might be a way to get that conversation started. Um,
1: I'm open to both. I really am. Um, It's not like I have to have. I mean, even though digital forensics is my passion, but if I can go another way and say, okay, I get into incident response, merge, and then get into digital forensics, that's fine too. Um, I I just really enjoy digging. Uh, The homework, I tell you, because I ended up cutting down my hours at work, um, because the the graduate program is very, very intense. Mm -hmm. It is. And I feel like I work two full-time jobs. Um, Currently, I'm in my third semester, and I'm just going to keep going straight. And every time I think, I'm like, Aisha, what are you doing? (laughs) You should take a break. My Yeah, I do. <laughs> I set a schedule to do my homework, um, and I just sit there, I look, I read, um, and sometimes I fuss at myself, and then I have to talk myself down, because it's, it's really, really intense. I didn't think it was going to be that intense, but it is, and I really appreciate the intensity, because when I get out there, it should be a breeze. So, um,
0: yeah, absolutely, and and yeah. I, I mean, I can attest, there's a lot of very, very good people in the industry that come out of that program, so um, another shout out to Dr. Haseeb and them. Uh, it's a very, very good program. I haven't been through it. I did my, my graduate elsewhere, but um, yeah, it's de- definitely a good program from what I've heard, and a lot of very intelligent people are coming through that program, so um, it's it should definitely be worth it for you in the end.
1: Yeah. And I wanted to say um, hi to Tamiko Evans, (laughs) (laughs) Um, Katia Dean. I was supposed to see her at this conference, but I was unable to make it. And um, Richard Drossen, he prepared my resume and um, he really did a nice job on my resume. And so he mentioned something to me. He said, well, some of the things didn't match. And I said to myself, well, this is why I hired you. So you can like (laughs) fix it for me because I didn't know how to make a transitional resume because I just always did a nurse, a healthcare resume. Mm -hmm. And it was always, you know, as soon as I give him my resume, it was like, oh, this is a very nice resume and nine times out of ten I would get hired on the spot. So that's what I just wanted that resume to reflect both healthcare and cybersecurity because I didn't know how to implement that. They don't wanna hear about you passing medication. <laughs> um <Not, not laughs> give needles needle. No. So I don't I didn't know how to do that. So thank you again to Richard Russen making a very nice resume for me
0: no and you know i actually um i was on a live session recently um with cybery and i talked about that a little bit about the transition and and i always tell people focus on how what you've done especially as a nurse right how that has been involved in like securing patient data or following a process of security uh even like securing an iv you know it's just it's really just you know, like like you already mentioned, you're a creative, right? It's really just using that creative side of your, of your being and figuring out like how can this actually apply to this other industry. So, um, and you and you did a great job there, with, hey, I recognize that I need help. Let me reach out to somebody that can help me do these things. You know, so you don't necessarily have to hire someone else to to help you with the resume, but you definitely should reach out to people in the industry or that are familiar with uh, some of the terminology and stuff to really help you. Focus your resume on that. I actually had someone recently on LinkedIn reach out. They're a dental hygienist, I believe. And Mm -hmm. they're trying to make that transition into cybersecurity, you know. So that's just recognizing that, yes, I don't know everything about cybersecurity from a resume standpoint or whatever, reaching out to those people that you have available to you. And one of the powers of social media is that, is you can reach out to those people. So I I have to bring it up because um, I met you in person at Black Hat and i heard rumors that there was like dancing going on at black hat and to right. make Mo might be involved and, and
1: hey uh, let's slide. live we were cutting the <laughs> rug better than home depot carpenter sawers
0: <laughs> you know and and i <laughs> and it was a, a great time um we had a couple a uh, couple guys join us i forget where they were from i think one was maybe scotland or something um mm-hmm. but you know i it, it was just something that at that uh, at that after party there we you know you tomiko and and you know this some guy named ken uh happened to you know right. kind of liven it up a little bit at least in my perspective it kind of made it lively and people were more laid back and they started networking a lot more and stuff so i think that was a good thing and i i, I just mm-hmm. had to bring it up you know I, right I, <laughs> that was a <okay. laughs> so, um so I still haven't, you know, I still haven't found anyone with video of that. So if you're out there listening and if you have actual video of that dancing, please share it with us. We want to post that out there before it gets too old, right? You know? so. Right. <laughs> so I know, uh, so I know you're busy with, you know, school and work and everything. Do you have any conferences you're planning on where people can like go meet you in person, like maybe for 2020? Are you planning on going back to Black Cat or anything or?
1: Yeah, I do want to go to Black Hat. Um, I'm going to have to recycle some cans and bottles. <laughs> <laughs> um, to, <laughs> to pay for that.
0: <laughs> you know what? Maybe it'll be a DEF CON year then, you know.
1: <laughs> right, no.
0: practical <laughs>
1: <laughs> <be very> <laughs> Right, but no, I do. I would like to attend again. Um, and then there's a conference. Um, I don't know, I forgot the name of it. it's in February. 'Cause I I had applied for a speaking engagement there. Uh the blacks in cybersecurity. Okay. Cool. It's in February and then I had received some emails um regarding different conferences. So I'm I'm hoping to get out there more because school is just about Um, you know, done at the around those times. So I would have a little bit more breathing room because it's just (laughs) I can't you know, if I wasn't so disciplined, I would just, you know, go a lot of places, but I just feel like, no, this is why I'm here. I cut my time down at work and I really get into my homework. And sometimes I have to stop. Because I can sit there for hours and hours and just start reading and and researching, and I really get into it because I I enjoy doing my homework, believe it or not. But it's just very intense. <laughs> I like learning.
0: No, <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So I want to, yeah. you know, I I know I've kept you uh, quite a while, and you and you, I know you're very busy this weekend uh, when we're filming this. So the question I want to ask is, as someone that's kind of in that transition, right? So you're, you're eventually going to be going from your nursing to fully in cybersecurity in some capacity. What advice would you have for someone that's out there listening to this, that kind of is saying, all right, I, I think I want to do this cybersecurity stuff and go into that industry. What advice would you have on maybe some challenges that you've experienced making that transition or even just going back to school um, for more of the IT cybersecurity stuff? What what advice can you offer someone that's out there and they're gonna be probably facing some of those similar challenges?
1: Um, the advice I would give is that they shouldn't straddle the fence is either you're going to do it or not going to do it. Um and if you whenever you decide to get into cybersecurity, just set out the time. You may have to make some sacrifices and get conditioned and and get a routine going into um, doing your work and doing your research. It is good to network. I got to meet Ken. I got to meet (laughs) some good people. Um, (laughs) So it's basically being focused. You have to have that tunnel vision and you just have to stay away from the naysayers because, you have some people. Oh well, why would you? Why would you want to do that? Because <laughs> you want to do that. That's why. <laughs> you know, I I have had people like that, and I say, you know what? I you can't be in my circle. Um, so you have to minimize who you associate with, like from your personal circle. If they're not supporters, then you should just stay clear. Um, cybersecurity is very broad and so you have to kinda finagle your way or which direction you wanna go to. Maybe you can try different areas in cybersecurity and then find your niche. But don't think that, oh, I'm getting into cybersecurity and there's one particular role. It's just so many roles out there. Um, you be able to decide which one you wanna go for. So just stay focused, head at tunnel vision, remain disciplined, and don't forget to treat yourself every once in a while. Don't be like me sitting on the computer hours and hours every day. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm, I'm guilty as well, yes. <laughs> No, I know.
1: <laughs> yes, I am joking. <laughs> no, I think, uh, and don't
0: be afraid
1: to make that jump.
0: No, absolutely, yeah. I think you've got some great advice there. I think you you have to stay focused. Anytime you're trying to make a a change for the better, there's always going to be someone. And and a lot of times it's people you don't expect. They're always going to be like, oh, you can't do that or why are you doing that? So I think you had some great advice there. Sometimes you have to cut people out or reduce your time you spend with them. I thought you gave some great advice earlier as well when you talked about you actually had to plan and put yourself on a schedule. I think a lot of people don't do that. They think I'm going to do it all on Saturday, but they don't actually... Budget out like okay from this time to this time on Saturday. I'm going to do these things, and no matter what, I'm going to put away my phone and everything and just focus on doing this. So I think that's valuable advice as well. So again, I really appreciate really I really appreciate you hopping on the podcast and and sharing your information with everyone. I I, I feel you've got a unique situation where you're coming from a healthcare role and trying to get into the industry, and I think there's a lot of people out there that are you know, maybe they're not sick of patients like I was, but you know, they're probably sick of (laughs) patients like I was and they want to move into something else. Um, And so I I think, I think you brought a unique perspective. So uh, definitely thanks again for for hopping on. I really appreciate that. It was great to meet you in person at Black Hat. That was a a, a wonderful surprise that I wasn't expecting. So um, definitely. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, so in closing, what I want to say is, number one, for everyone out there listening that's got an Android device, go out there, find her app. Again, it's guys, It's spelled G-U-I-S-E. And also keep an eye out for her CyberSec nurse book. Uh, as soon as it launches, I'll share it with everyone. I'll buy it myself. Um, and I'll, I'll give you reviews. I'll give you real reviews. If I think it's terrible, I'm going to let you know, Aisha. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, uh, but definitely um, uh, connect with her on LinkedIn. Um, in this episode, I'll share that in, in the description uh, your LinkedIn profile and everything. So number one, steps for everyone listening. Go grab that app, download it, give her feedback on that. Number two, keep an eye out for the book coming out eventually. And then... uh number oh, 2020. Coming out in 2020. Out. 2020. Okay. January mm-hmm. 1st or a little, little further? Um,
1: later. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> later, late 2020. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. I,
0: determining if I need to put the pressure on you now. All right, cool. Right, right. I see. <laughs> all right and then definitely connect with her on uh linkedin are you on twitter as well or just on linkedin
1: um i am on twitter but it's under guys app i i'm really not too active on twitter um but i'm on instagram and facebook all right cool
0: so for all you pen testers or uh, ethical hackers out there track her down on social media you use your skills to track her down on social media (laughs) for for everyone else just look for guys app on twitter you're funny all right cool well anyways it was great having you on i I definitely appreciate you uh, jumping on the podcast and yeah when it gets closer to your um, book launch uh, let's get you on again and uh, and kind of promote that a little bit
1: okay thank you ken thanks for having me